Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back, baby, to another episode of Only Bruins. I am one half of your host, Downtown Boosie, and uh, I'm hurting for a squirt in this week. It's been a tough week getting back on my feet from fucking Saturday. We will dive into that shortly, but this episode is brought to you by the one and only Black and Gold Productions, LLC. What up, fellas? And uh, I'm joined by my co-host from another mother. Back for another week. My dog, Brett. What's up, buddy? How we living? Yo, what's up, Bruins fans? It's your boy, Brett, here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm fucking pretty good, man. How are you doing? Just fucking I'm, chilling. I'm doing good. Like I was telling you, we, we've been talking a lot this week leading up to it. Um, Imagine I just radioed right you right there and just started doing a radio bit. Like, fuck, dude. <laughs> dude <we laughs> no, should, but we yeah. Should, you're... We should try a segment like that. Yeah, where we just radio each other the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, no, it's, yeah. It, weirdly enough, it's been too long, man. Like me you and Andrew have been talking on Twitter and it's like, I would every day. I'm like, when the fuck's the next podcast? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, what was that? Like after this past weekend, after like I had like a two day hangover, Tuesday comes around. I'm like, all right, I, I'm ready to podcast again. I got a lot to talk about, even just from like that one game and like my experience and you, me and Ange like talking and stuff too. Then we watched the Dallas game Saturday or Tuesday. Sorry, the Dallas game Tuesday. I'm like, all right. After that game, like Wednesday, I was like ready to record again. But then obviously I wasn't. It felt like an eternity. Long story short. And it's been like a long fucking week trying to get back on my feet because like you and me were both in one on Saturday. Oh, your boy the was Bruins. fucking buckled, dude. Oh, yeah. Dude, I went to my local. I went to my local dive bar and just got abs. My dad, uh, it's the first time seeing him since he was at the Winter Classic. So he gave me my toque yeah. and I was like, oh, bro, it's all gas, no breaks at this point. I was like, you're going to give me this toque right now at like three o'clock on a fucking Saturday afternoon. Like, let's go. So I hopped on the horse and it just so happened. It seemed like everyone hopped on the horse on twitter there was a couple of us that were just absolutely shit-faced during the bruins game on yeah. saturday it was a good time don't know, remember was... much of the game but it after watching it back didn't like what i saw but i liked being shit-faced that was fun yeah no i remember it was like kind of a boring game and i was with two um i was with two capitals fans our, our boy chris actually hooked us up he works for heineken um Heineken Silver, speaking of, they need to fucking sponsor this podcast because Heineken Silver, I think it's coming out to stores in uh, February 20th. It's a new bear that they have coming. Let me tell you, that shit goes down like as as smooth as anything can be. That shit is delicious. And we were drinking a shit ton of those. And obviously it led one thing to another. Uh, a whole lot of I was just a fucking animal that night. But uh, shout out to my boy, Chris. <laughs> um for hosting us he got us the box he got us a suite and a bunch of us hockey folks uh we got a tight-knit group over there and i'm very thankful for their friendships and it's been a blast getting to know these guys and that was just i mean one thing led to another i'm like like sunday you know some texts are going around some dms are going around and 
we're trying to i'm trying to like recap the fucking night i just found out last night that i basically gave 200 bucks to a homeless person um playing the just, drums after the game i just picture alan from workaholics when he's like standing there and the equations are all in front of his fucking face and you're yeah. just like trying to figure out connect the dots where it goes where dude yeah like they, they fucking one of the guys texted the group uh sunday and was like he's like i forget what he said but he basically said like i know one thing he's like there there are two girls questioning their relationship this morning because of uh busa i'm like what the fuck did i do downtown boozy uh okay this is the text he said there's two girls that woke up this morning questioning their choices and boyfriends thanks to busa last night and i just replied back saying i need jesus i'm like i (laughs) (laughs) and and, um that's when you know you have a you've had a rough night did this this is like <laughs> and then they're telling me about it i sent you excuse uh, me fuck that's funny man i sent you a screenshot of like one of the mess i'll, I'll go yeah, back yeah, yeah. real quick you... because i don't remember much of it but they were like kind of filling me in uh, a few of the boys were filling me in about what had transpired that night with me after the bar never mind that like it was just like a whole debacle for me okay here it is so Oh, hold on. Good. Um, one of my buddies texts me, or it's like three of the guys basically filling us in, mm-hmm. filling me in what the fuck I did. He's like, All I know is I went to the bathroom after them telling us that because his this dude's girlfriend was also like talking to like a lot of our like we were just shooting the shit, talking Bruins. I think they went to the game or whatever as well, but we're all, all just shooting the shit. She was talking to us a lot, whatever. And she goes, he he go, he tells me, all I know is I went to the bathroom after telling them, after them telling me they've been dating for six months, get back from the bathroom. And the next thing I hear from the kid was, nah, fuck her. She's a fucking C word. I won't say that word. Then they stormed off. And I'm like, what the fuck? Ha ha ha. And then my other buddy goes, boosted. That was some of the best shit. It also didn't help that we bet you couldn't break them up. And you said, bet watch this and my buddy my other buddy says all i remember was matt james and i i probably shouldn't drop names whatever matt james and i went outside to smoke then we got back the chick was hysterical talking to busa next to the bathroom i was like shit what did he do and then i they were like trying to fill me in what i did last night whatever i don't fucking like what i did that night i'm like i don't know he's like basically you broke them up because then they were arguing in the staircase or the staircase, like at the greatest bar. I'm like, Jesus. And then my, then they were telling me, like, they told me to break up this other couple because they were doing too much PDA. And I just kept poking them in the chest. And I was like, hey, fuck <laughs> the shit. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Dude, I'm do like, you have security written on your back? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. And then my buddy Dan was telling me, he's like, um, he's like, He's like, I, I don't know how the kid's chest didn't cave in. You were poking his chest so fucking hard. I'm like, Dude, I'm like, what the fuck? And then he's like, then you go around talking to everyone at the bar, making new friends left and right. I'm like, all right, that sounds about right. And then one of them texts. So they took one of the cookie jars from the suite, like to keep it's a sweet like Bruins one. Mm. And um, he texts the picture like he put it with all his Bruins stuff in his man cave in. 
It's like, oh, that's pretty sweet. He's like cookie jar secured, blah, 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 found its home. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then one of the guys texts the group. He's like, Busa, how you feeling after eating that cookie off the floor of the greatest <laughs> bar? I'm like, no fucking way. I'm like, did I really do that? And then one of the kids replies, he's like, yeah, you sure did. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, this fucking, is a fucking in one kid. Debacle. I went straight to fucking urgent care, had my stomach pumped. Holy shit. And <laughs> the, then the funniest part about the whole story, man, is the fact that you, like you allegedly broke up two couples like three days before Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Just a rev- reverse fucking Cupid out here, dude. Yeah, seriously. Dude. People are out here trying to fall in love in Boston and you're like, fuck that, dude. Some would say I was doing God's work. The others were saying, <laughs> I guess I'm doing the reverse. Well, What's the opposite of Cupid? Like, I don't even know. I was trying to think. I'm just too dumb. Yeah, I'm too yeah. dumb to know that. I don't know mythology that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's got to be there's got to be something out there. Just me fucking yeah. breaking hearts left and right. But maybe now, now you, if you ask me, if fucking Heatley scored fifty in O two, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know some of the dumbest shit. But yeah. hold on, I'm looking at um, just the reverse Cupid match breaker a match breaker. match blocker i don't know apparently that's what i was doing now boozy or... the bot boozy the box blocker that's <laughs> what i was calling you from now on if i'm not getting any in the bar neither of you <laughs> shit bags <laughs> hey that's enough that's yeah, enough yeah. Not gonna... and then then they were telling me they were like leaving whatever and like they they all lived like the opposite direction from me so they told me they were leaving and uh i was like all right what am i supposed to do they're like i don't know like i'm like oh wait never mind i live like a town over like i can uber whatever and i just walked back into the bar and i start talking to these guys whatever and then i'm just like i just like i you know how sometimes you're completely shit faced and you have that sip of beer and then you're like all right yeah it's time to go home oh yeah the room and starts then, spinning a little. Yeah, you can feel yeah. the walls start to breathe. You know, there's yep. a couple of things that happen. And then I was like, "All right, it's time to go home." Um, trying to figure it out, I somehow managed to get myself an Uber. But I'm like texting my buddy, and I like I'm not even texting English, but I'm texting him. I'm like, I think I I, I think I'm in an Uber, but I'm in someone's car. Someone's sitting in the passenger seat. <laughs> so I'm like, "What the fuck's?" I don't know if I hopped into some stranger's car. You know, 20 minutes later, I'm finally at home, but I'm standing across from my house. I'm standing across from my house. I have no idea where I am. Bridget comes out of nowhere, walks walks outside. She's like, Nick. I'm like, yeah. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, where am I? <laughs> she's like, you're home. I'm like, what? I'm home. And then she's like, yeah, there are like specks of blood on your face, too. I'm like, what? I'm oh, like, my God. I don't know. I don't know what happened to me. I don't know. Like I asked the guys last night, I'm like, did like, was there a reason why I had specks of blood on my face? Whatever. And they're like, no, you didn't have that when you left, when we left. <laughs> when you like, left all right. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I'm still trying to connect the dots on that. I'm giving fucking homeless people 200 bucks. I'm like, I'm spending like a shit ton of money at the greatest bar, which I mean, typically oh always God. happens, you know, it's just a debacle. So we're, you know, we're almost I'm sweating. A- I'm sweating. I'm laughing so hard right now. It's Holy like it's it's man. almost been a week. It's been what five five days since then. I'm still trying to put together the pieces. Um, you went through the but, nine realms that night. Like oh, you came one, out the other side a different man. One hundred percent. Like 
Like even Bridget was saying, she's like, I've never seen you that drunk before. Uh, and I'm like, I've never gone so drunk before that I had no idea where I was. Like I so shout out Heineken Silver, shout out Heineken for a great night. Shout out to my boy Chris for hooking the fellas up. But I had to give him a little shout out. I had to figure this, there's some funny stories, so I had to share. This is why I want to move to Boston. Like that right there is exactly why I want to move to Boston. Oh, I would probably Fuck. fucking give it a week. I'd be in fucking rehab and broke, probably. <laughs> Going to fucking It'd be Bruins. like, what if, whatever happened to that only Bruins fans, we'd both just be living <laughs> on the fucking Causeway Street, dude. You fucking Google me. You see my mugshot. <laughs> Get us canceled before we're even famous, dog. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the day you do make it down here, hopefully for a playoff game or something like that, Oh yeah, I'm coming down this spring fucking, for sure. It's gonna be Forget fucking me. legendary. I know, I know Haley's coming down the end of March. Um, I don't even know who she's coming down with, but I'm gonna make sure I go to the game that she goes to, meet her, have a great fucking time. Probably blackout all over again. On I think the game she's going to is like a Tuesday or Wednesday night too. So, you know. Yeah, I'm thinking April first week of playoffs. Dude, you know that like in yeah. between, come before, come down before, and then hell we'll yeah. have home ice advantage, right? So I'll stay. Yeah, for absolutely. The we don't have to go to a game, but just like be in there in the atmosphere and shit. Oh no, we're going to a fucking game. We'll we'll All go right. to a game, and then the next game, we'll either go to the first game or the second game. But yeah. then one of the other games that we don't go to, we'll just go to the bar across the street. Fucking. Oh my god, dude! I just got chills on like how bad I'm gonna feel after this trip on the plane oh, ride home i'm i'm going to have to get shit faced before i get on the plane ride home or i'm not oh, going to make it i won't yeah. want to leave <laughs> yeah no i hear you man and i i got to i guess i'll find out march 28th if anyone's going to go to that game uh let me know our girl yeah, listeners if you ever like go into games and shit always tag boozy or like only fans and see if he's there cuz there's probably a good chance that he's fucking crushing beers somewhere in the establishment. 100%. I mean, I told myself the next game I'm going to, and it'll be the last one for the regular season, is that March 28th one, but we'll fucking see. But like I said, like <laughs> Brett's got to put the, he's got to put the chastity belt on before the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. These I, fucking, I gotta make it to the playoffs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if I keep fucking going like this, I won't see the age of 32. I won't see the playoffs. Uh. Um, but yeah, so like Brett said, though, if you ever tag me, if you're going to a game, you know, uh, I'm usually at the greatest bar before and after. And uh, you always I'll... know people going too if you're not going, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I always run into at least someone. And I mean, it feels like the last few games I've gone to, I've always like seen uh, Danny, my girl, uh, Sway Daddy over there. Um, and we've become really mm -hmm. good friends over there. And oh, just because of that, she's really good friends with. Uh, my girlfriend so it's just like it, it works out and um yeah like just fucking tag me whatever like if, if you listen to the podcast whatever i'll, I'll buy you a fucking beer or, or or 10 since i tend to do that when i'm drunk and um i mean fucking danny walked into the bar i mean she did ask me but she's like can you she's like i need a fucking drink can you uh get me a high noon and i was like absolutely she gets into the bar hand her a high noon everyone's drinking everyone's happy and that's when things started to go downhill for me pretty quickly before the game because i'm talking to my brother the next day and he's like how was the game i was like oh dude it was a blast he's like he's talking about hathaway he's like hathaway's a little fucking bitch i'm like yeah, yeah. I know. and then he's like that fucking goal he scored dude like, 
Yeah, I don't remember that. And then I went back and looked at it. I was like, okay, I vaguely remember it. Yeah. Well, and ESPN too, like they were like, that's a goal scorer's goal. I was like, okay, guys, like Dude, let's take it the fuck away. down a notch. Yeah. Like I was like fucking eat a cock. Holy shit. I know. And it was it was swaying that, right? Yeah, sway. Yeah, he just like caught him off guard. You know what I mean? Like it was like it was one of those broken plays. Like, like if you've played hockey, you know how these plays works where the puck just kind of like dies right in the fucking between the circles. And it's like, no one can react quick enough except for the guy like taking the shot. So it's like, I don't know. People were like, Oh, that sway's got to have that. I'm like, man, that's a bang, bang play. Like, I don't know. It was just kind of weird. I thought the first goal he should have had, but he should have. Yeah. Goalies after, after the break have been a little leaky little fucking leak yeah. out here boys Gotta i mean tighten it, those screws it seemed pretty obvious that all the uh all the fellows were like fucking still on like all-star break that's what it seemed like watching that game but they oh, kind of yeah. they kind of woke up for the dallas game and we can dive right into that a little bit too i mean unless you want to recap your saturday night um any of your drunken shenanigans i know you got in one well yeah no it was just yeah i i gotta we got chucks up here. Do you guys have chucks down there? The fuck is that? It's like a, it's a, um, a chain, like it's a dive bar chain. Like it's a chain oh, okay. restaurant, but like it's supposed to give you like a dive bar sports feel. Ooh, I kinda. fucking like that. No, unfortunately yeah. we don't. Yeah, it's like, um, fuck, it's owned by uh, Kelsey's. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's like a Canadian. I guess that makes sense. Then it's a Canadian fucking chain. But anyways, went over to the watering hole. It's like a walk away, right? And they have fucking... The Leafs were playing at the same time. So if there's a Leafs game on, they have like $3 fucking pints, dude. So oh, I was just, yeah. So I was like, well, fuck going to the the LC as we call it. I, I'm just going to fucking walk over to the watering hole. Um, start me and my dad, dude. It's like when we drank together, we're like more friends than father son relationship. Just cause I grew up in a big family. So I helped raise the, like my siblings and stuff. And, you know, yeah. we always had a great relationship, but just now that we're older, we could drink together. It's just a mess. Like I'm a newfie. Like he's my mom was newfie. He's not, but like yeah. I can drink like a fish because the newfie in me. But then he's Irish, so he just fucking can pump them all day long. So it's like oh. the best combination ever. Um, we literally know the owners of the restaurant, so we just like we get money taken off our bills. The fucking they yeah. Come hang, yeah, like the servers come hang out with us. So we kind of had like a little party going. It was nice. Like I said, I got my fucking winter classic too. And then I just like walked home and literally like was like fucking videoing and sending you pictures of my walk home. <laughs> just like shit, shit fucked at that point, stumbling. But uh, got home safe, got in my establishment, may or may not crushed a couple pipes. Um, of marijuana and then hit the bed so it's a Hell pretty yeah. fucking productive night all in all dude fuck yeah i uh love that i i know what you're talking about though me and my dad used to have this bar like it was i mean it's not like it, it was a dive bar but it's not like um it's not like one of those chain it was just like privately owned but like mm. like especially when i was like turning 21 and stuff uh my you know I, that's where I actually saw the Bruins win the 2011 Stanley Cup. I wasn't 21 yet, but they would let us in. They would let me, and if uh, for you real OGs out there, Stack Guy Lutz in. Um, and my dad would go sit with his friends at the bar because they went there every Bruins game. So we went there for every playoff game. 
and I would I join my dad. Um, I'm a fucking college student, so he's he's paying for my soda and French fries and stuff. And uh, it was just and me and my buddy Stack Guy Lutz. We'd sit at our own table and just kind of watch it there. And then we would go back and forth talking to my dad because they wouldn't let us stand around the bar because they were like kind of pretty strict about it because like a few months prior. They got someone got a DUI leaving there. So like at least in Massachusetts, they're fucking strict about it. So we mm-hmm. had this place and that's that's where we went. And like as soon as the game was over, they'd kick me and my buddy out because, you know, you have to be 21 plus to be there at all times. But they'd like bend the rules for us because my dad was like obviously a fucking legend and would yeah. get us in. So but then obviously when I did turn 21, me and my dad went every Thursday night there. Uh, well, every Thursday night that the Bruins were on, they typically do play a lot of Thursday nights. Um, so we went there all the time. We would watch and then playoffs would come around. We'd go there for some games and whatnot. So we, we always had places like that. And we just get fucking housed and just have ourselves a night. Basically it, it never, it was never a few beers. It's always a shit ton of beers. And that's where I get it from my pops. And isn't that the best dude? When a, a, a spot becomes our spot, isn't Absolutely. that the best feeling? When you're like, yo, do you want to go to our spot? So like, I, I, I know exactly what you're fucking talking about, man. It, it's, it, like you said, it's fuck. You got to keep your fucking family tight. You got to hold them as tight as you fucking can. And it's yeah. the simple things in life like that, right? Like those, those things you just remember forever. That you know, like just yeah, just like you said, just crushing fucking beers with your pops. Just yeah. like it, just it even boils down to that sometimes. No, and, absolutely. But that's that also ties into like, why do we all love the Bruins? You know what I mean? It's yeah, like a, it's a thing, right? That's, I mean, I was always a fan of the Bruins, but that's where my fandom really took off. And I like, cause I had like growing up played a bunch of different sports and whatnot, but then that's when it like really took off because it was like something really special to me. And I started to realize that pretty quickly. And then like, even after my dad's like, so obviously my dad passed away after my dad's funeral, we had the service and whatnot. And, you know, the celebration of his life, but we had the hall for a few hours and then his closest friends, his best friends, like he had his group of friends from, from high school. They all stayed best friends and everyone knew what this place meant to my dad. Cause he loved going to the place. So we shot over there after we did a bunch of shots, we drank beers and we basically fucking closed it down after just like telling stories about my dad. And then me, even me and my middle brother, we talk about it time to time. Like, Oh, we got to go. It's called the sports pub. How original I know. Yeah, go over the sports pub, watch a Bruins game. Neither of us really live near there anymore. It's both like a half hour from us now, but we're like, oh, we got to get to the sports pub for, for, uh, for a beer and whatnot. But on the anniversary of my dad's uh, death, we usually, I mean, we always go get a beer there in honor of him because like that was his favorite place. It was just like his home away from home because even Mm -hmm. if he wasn't drinking, he'd just go there because his friends with the bartenders, the owner. His friends would be there. So it was always a good time. So I know what you mean. And those are those are like some of the best fucking nights. I know, dude. And it like uh, from everything you've told me, your dad sounds like an absolute fucking legend. So, you know, you know how I feel about that RIP to him. But that yeah. you, I was just thinking sidebar as you were saying that. Sorry. <clears throat> um, When we when I come down there, we're going to that bar. And we're having oh, some dude, fucking that, beers. You can show me around and shit. That'd be awesome. That would be fucking great because um, it, it's just like it has that old school look, you know, the yeah. bar and stuff. Yeah, like, I knew it did. I fucking yeah. knew it did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's everything you could ever dream of and more. But yeah, enough of that. So we both had ourselves a wild Saturday night. 
and we live to tell the story. So you love that. And there's probably going to be more nights like that. And imagine our nights combined on steroids when you come oh, down here. Pro- probably going to have a similar night when Haley gets down here and we're going to suck down one too many beers. I mean, she was having herself a day today. No beer was safe. You see it. Oh, uh, yeah. Sucking down fucking Budweiser's. Took a mental health day. Love that. I'm pretty sure she's out in Halifax, too. She's in Nova Scotia, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I think she's Canadian, at least, I think. Yeah, no, she is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure just because I don't know. She said something to me before about it. But um, yeah, the uh, East Coasters, dude. That's what's up, man. Nah, she's a she's she's the fucking best. I love oh, how she I like, could taste thought you were like beer. fourteen year old, fourteen yeah, yeah, years old. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, yeah, that's okay. I've I've gotten I've been called way worse. So thank you. <laughs> that's yeah. the least of it. But, um, so Saturday was Saturday, kind of a lame duck, and our boy Bobby Brewski will get into that shortly as he's giving you guys a fucking ten minute Bobby Brewski corner, um. So make sure you tune in for that. That will play that shortly for you guys. But I do want to talk about Tuesday's game against the Dallas Stars. What a great game. Great game. They, I felt like they dominated most of the game at parts in the second period. I fell asleep in the third, but um, I watched highlights and I, you know, did my homework a little bit and. You know, bits of the second period, they were looking a bit leaky. I mean, it's kind of what you see out of the Bruins a lot in the second period. But I thought, oh, like, especially that first period, man, I, if it wasn't for Artinger, it would be a fucking 5 nothing game, 5-1 game. And, you know, I'll leave that in two soft ones, but that's okay. I mean. I don't know, dude. I went back and watched those goals. Fuck. They were the one. Um, I thought the, Robertson's the, the, one was pretty soft. Robertson's was weak. I didn't like that one, but you got to remember he's like one of the best goal stars in the league. So like, yeah. yeah, one of those is gonna get through once in a while from a guy who just scores no matter what the fuck he does. Like Robertson just throws it on net and it goes in. It's insane. But I thought he was respecting him a little bit too much by like he, or he like cheated a little, bit, a little. I thought, yeah, yeah. yeah. trying and to the, take away the top titty. Yes, yes, because he got, you know why? It's because he got dangled by fucking Matthews like earlier in the year. That exact same play and Matthews went top tip, right? So he was like up, he cheated. But I watched the first one, the Rupe Hints one. Man, now it's defense. That one's all on defense. The way the puck popped out, there's no way Olmark could have fucking reacted in time. And that's like, I get the like fan that doesn't, maybe hasn't played a whole lot of hockey in their life to see bounces like that might not realize like oh what the fuck's the goalie doing but like sometimes man sometimes the goalie just like literally gets caught off guard because a puck hits a skate like hockey's that's why hockey's so hard to bet on you You know what i mean it's a game of inches yeah and you think sometimes when you're playing beer league your game's moving fast imagine that a million times faster i mean you can watch college, you can watch juniors on fucking on TV, whatnot. But the game itself, when you're there in person, it's so much fucking faster. And yeah, that I guess going like thinking back to it, like, yeah, that's a tough one. That's, yeah. You know, it's like, just the way it bounce. popped out. Yeah. And who it was too. like Hints is going to bury that. That's like if DeBrus got that opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those are those type of players that jump on those pucks. But yeah, I didn't want, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's just I saw a lot of people giving Allmark shit. I even did in the beginning. And uh, it was annoying because I made a tweet because I thought we were going to get, I thought Allmark was going to beat us there. Or Allmark, Ottinger was going to beat us there. So I made a tweet about, you know, looks like the boys want to win for Monty, but it looks like, like yeah. Ottinger and fucking 
20 minutes later, Bruins just come out of nowhere and bang, bang, bang. I'll let you go yeah. from there because fucking Ottinger just like had different plans for the Bruins. Like, I oh. mean, he had like three or four consecutive saves on one fucking like in the span of what, 15, 20 seconds where he just was fucking highway robbery and then ended up robbing uh, Bergeron. But it was a great come from behind win. You know, they, they gave up the lead in the second period. Um, Zaka with a fucking snipe looking like me on fucking Wednesday nights. Hey, Not a big hey. deal. What a fucking trade. Yeah. Holy, holy shit. shit eh? Our boy Kevin Gordon on Twitter was fucking kind of like breaking down some of the trades he made. And Hilarious. Like, like that is by far like the best trade he has made. I The Lindholm trade was fucking great, but that Zaka one, the best one he's made. Lindholm's been lights out. He's tied his career high currently. He's probably going to fucking snap that tonight against Nashville and break that. And it, that's by far the best trade that Sweeney has ever made as part as being GM of this organization so far. You can say what you want, what he got for Taylor Hall and what he got and what he what? and how he got for like he basically traded fucking like yeah like, for Taylor Hall you traded a prospect. A second round pick is a prospect in my eyes. You know what I mean? Like I don't know who it ended up being, but for Taylor yeah. Hall you did trade a prospect. You literally cap dumped. Sorry, I just pop the mic there i could hear it in my fucking <laughs> headphones but you literally fucking capped on tala and got the third overall pick in fucking 2015 who hasn't had enough star power around him to fucking actually flourish into the player that he was gonna be like if if sweeney doesn't win gm of the year for like shit like that like i don't even i don't know how who wins gm of the like who else could even argue for gm of the year or coach of the year like how do Sweeney and fucking like yeah Sweeney? Well, I guess gonna you win. have to see what happens at the trade deadline. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but like if if Sweeney, it's true, pat, yeah. If Sweeney stands pat, and then the Bruins, like the Rangers, get Tarasenko, and they've been fucking buzzing since they got him. Then obviously, I don't even know who the her, who their fucking GM is. But is it Kevin Chris Gordon? Jerry. No, Chris. Oh, Chris Jerry. No. That's but I was gonna Gordon's say, buddy, who's the this cl- Gordon though? There's yeah, Gordon. Jeff Gordon. He's Jeff, um yeah, Gordon. Montreal. But yeah, like that's that, and like that's how like I I think about it like that too. Be, but I just mean as of I guess sorry pre pre Tarasenko trade, it was kind of theirs to lose, right? Yeah. At that point, because what? it's like yeah, Sweeney's gonna win it on a technicality, or if he wins it, it would be because he got Bergeron and Krejci to come back for under four million dollars, which isn't something he did. It's something they chose to do. You know yeah. what I mean? But like still, like you can't. Like unless, but like you said, if like Chris Jerry goes out and gets Kane and they win the fucking cup, like what the fuck are you gonna, you know what I mean? Like clearly yeah. he's the GM of the year, but um, it just it it, it I I just and the thing about that game too, man, is it was such a playoff style game. Yeah. Um, feed me seven games of that, and the imagine going down to Dallas for the Stanley Cup Finals, dude. Oh my god, that would be that so. Would be- I'd be that would be fucking trouble. we we wouldn't make it back to Boston. Like my, my dream Stanley Cup matchup is Bruins versus Nashville Predators. Like, oh yeah. Like that oh, would be yeah. cuz that town is electric when I mean when they made their Stanley Cup run like that place was fucking electric. Uh speaking of uh the Predators a few years ago and mm. you know you see like Luchador shout out Luchador for fucking Yeah, we played them tonight like, so yeah, and Luchador was fucking. I saw him at the Winter Classic, and we were talking a bit too. And um, I was originally looking to make that trip down as well. A lot of Bruins fans made that trip down, but it just didn't work out with scheduling and stuff. And um, 
him and his girlfriend uh, and other Bruins Avengers are down there and they fucking Luchador ran into like the whole team last night. You got you got Luchador's fucking girlfriend becoming best friends with DeBrusque's sister and DeBrusque's sister asking why the fuck uh, hasn't he proposed to Chelsea? Yes. Yeah, so shout out to Luchador and Chelsea fucking representing the Bruins loud and proud down there. And along with, along with other Bruins fans down there, don't mean to uh, not give you guys props, but um, it's just like looking at this timeline last night was fucking unreal, but, and it just kind of reminds me like what Nashville could be. Uh, they're right there They're but they, they said they're not going to be buyers at the trade deadline. I forget who their GM is, but he said, David Poyle. Gonna, yeah, he said they're not going to be buyers at the trade deadline. So why the, yeah. Why why wouldn't you when you have a guy like yeah. Roman Yossi and a goaltender like uh Saros? Like it's it makes no sense, but to each their own, they, whatever. They f- the thing about Nashville, real quick, never hated them, you know. Like they're, I never have anything against team. them. I, I yeah, I, I bought one of their jerseys when they first came in the league. Them and um whoever else they came with, Minnesota, I think it was. They both came in, in the same year, whatever. I got I got both their jerseys and um yeah, like I've never hated the Panther or Panthers, Predators. My thing about them is they kind of fucked up a year ago, eh? When they signed yeah. all those guys to those long contracts, like they're screwed now for the next eight years. Like, what are they gonna do? How are they gonna move those contracts? Uh, like, the, I like I, I know this isn't a Predators, but I was looking at their roster and their cap construction and where they're going in the standings. Is like, dude, they're not going in the right direction. They don't have the right players. They're saying that they don't want to trade anybody, but like Fabro and this other guy. It's like you. So it's like we talked about about post Krejci and Bergeron. So you're just gonna be mid from now yeah. on. Yeah. You guys were in the Stanley Cup Finals. Like what? Not that long ago. It was 2013, 14. Oh no, it's was, it was 18, wasn't 18, it? right? Yeah, it was 17 go. or 18. Yeah, or no, yeah, 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 it was because it was against Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, so yeah, 2018. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, it, like teams like Minnesota, Minnesota, they had to they have to be mid for a couple of years because they had to get out from those contracts. Shitty that you should. Oh, no, sorry, analyze. sorry. 2018 was the Capitals, so 17 then. Okay. It so, has been 17. I'm yeah, double yeah. I, I yeah. don't think it was that long ago that yeah, it was 2017. Okay. Yeah, so it's like like for Minnesota, they had to clear that cap space to like change their fucking culture, right? Like yeah, they had way yeah, too much had money. Some balls. Yeah, and like uh to the owners out there, if you're fucking listening, because I know you are, um <laughs> fucking fix this all the CBA and bullshit. Like you shouldn't. For buying out a contract, it shouldn't go against your cap. Like, what the fuck are we doing? It's like, what? Minnesota, I mean, maybe, maybe like a little bit, should, maybe like a million dollar fine or like a percentage or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, it's just like, it's a shame that minute that Minnesota has a guy like Bill Guerin ready to like build this team into the future. And he literally can't because of dumbass owners like 15 years the ago. The problem is, I think if you like take away it counting against the cap, you're going to see way too many buyouts. And then the NHLPA itself, which who has a new board of governors, uh, I guess we'll dive in or we'll just, I mean, we don't need to dive into it right now, but dun, 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 um, dun, our boy, dun, our boy representing Boston, Matty Wall is the new NHLPA executive director. Um, Maddie, Maddie fucking making Boston proud, baby. And he doesn't oh, even have fuck. to move. He's just going to stay in Boston and do his fight. Oh, he's just going to, 
him and fucking Jacobs are just gonna drag their nuts across the fucking NHLPA. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we're no, we're I never gonna fun. sign a contract over nine million dollars again. I swear to God. After Austin, this, Austin's gonna sign for eight years, five and a half million. Yeah. <laughs> Don't but, convince him. Um, the problem is. I don't think like, you know, buyouts are great for like players because they can still go and get paid after that. But I think you would see one too many pay uh, buyouts after that. And I don't think like either sides would agree to that. But so how about you would benefit both sides? Well, so so how about you do this? How about you do this to benefit both sides? You make it a tax penalty, like a soft cap kind of for buyouts strictly. And that money that you like use is either going to go to the league or like teams like Arizona. Like, you know how they do that okay, profit yeah. share shit? Yeah. So it's like, do you okay. want to buy? Is it worth it to buy out Craig Smith and give Arizona $3 million in so straight like, up cash? How how the MLB do, has the luxury tax and that luxury tax goes to like, I'm, I'm 90% sure. I know it goes back within the league, but I'm pretty sure it goes yeah. to like the shitty teams. Yeah. So, and then everybody's eating, like baby. Then yeah. everybody gets to eat, you and know? Then, and-, and then, um, you know, fucking, what's their name? Uh, the Coyotes can play in a real arena. And and the funniest part is you'll see Toronto try and super team it like the Yankees, and it'll never fucking work because all-stars can't play together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. teams will pay. You'll get it once every 10 years or something. Like, hockey, it's not the same, man. You can't put all these, like, high-level, high – you need – levels there's levels to this fucking game in hockey that's why we have four lines and everybody does something different yeah yeah no exactly um we'll see i mean that'll definitely be a hot topic i'd imagine but i, I kind of forget where that was leading us to but look at us getting into the fucking business side of things i know jesus we're gonna look out harvard we're gonna be getting fucking contract offers from the nhlpa uh, dude Dude, the fucking insiders are already shaking in their boots. Do you see me quote tweet? Do you see me? Do you see me tweet that picture today? No, 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 nobody waved. Confirmed. Oh yeah, yeah, all the insiders in a row. (laughs) I saw that. That was fucking gold. Um, I was like, bro, you guys are hilarious. I gotta add to this. Yeah, so it it did feel like a playoff game against, like, going back to Dallas against Mm. Dallas. It was a nice come from behind win. And that fucking the Zaka Zaka goal was a fucking oh, sniping. It, it's actually his piss missile. So his sister's on the trip, and we'll get into this right after. Hey, okay, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Uh, yeah. I'll wait. I'll wait. You know what I'm gonna say? I'll yeah, wait. We'll, I'll we'll, wait. we'll talk about I'll it wait. when we get yeah, into yeah. it. But um, it's her first time in the U.S., and she of course gets to see fucking Zaka get a snipe, tie up the game, and then he um, did he get a the defensive play? The, no, the defensive play in overtime. He stripped the sag yeah, into the yeah. puck, I think. Did he get the secondary the assist on Pasta's goal? Yeah, he yeah, did. He, yeah, because yeah, because he passed it to Pasta and then Pasta passed it. Do I, I say McAvoy. Pasta weird? Eh? Yeah, I just realized that. <laughs> you fucking Canadians. Yeah, but but yeah, so Zaka. Um, Z- yeah, Zaka yeah. sets basically sets up that game winning goal and then fucking Pasta. Jesus Christ. I mean, how can you leave that guy wide open and then Rockstar Zone? Yeah. Fucking Ovechkin's office might be fucking uh speaking of Ovechkin, rest in peace to his father. That's sad news to yeah, hear. Yeah, that was sad. And um, fuck all those people like going into Twitter being like, fuck him, he's a commie bastard. Like, bro, there's some things that are just bigger than politics. There's things that are bigger than fucking hockey. Like this guy was a legend in the fucking Washington organization. He's fucking Ovi's dad. Let, yeah. let the guy mourn you know let the organization mourn 
Seriously, it's fucking human, man. But sad, sad day for uh, Alex Ovechkin and his family over there. Mm. Our condolences. But yeah, he just basically set up in Ovi's office, maybe a little bit lower, and fucking. I mean, on they, one of the best goalies in the league. And fucking McAvoy hummed that pass, dude. Over. Why is no one talking about that pass? I know. The I thought pa- that pass was better than anything that dude, ever happened. The pass was more impressive than the shot itself because at the end of the day, I mean, because of that pass, he basically had a wide open net. Pasta does that in his it. sleep too, right? Like you yeah. knew, like as long as he got a little bit on that, I, I honestly think the velocity came from fucking McAvoy's pass. Like the the he zipped he zipped that thing through and. I don't know, man. Like it, w- the combination of the pass and Pasternak, if you look really quick, he like waddles his ass backwards to like get in spot to take the pass and yeah. then just put everything he fucking could into it. It was beautiful. Yeah, no, that was, that was fucking wonderful. And then he fucking one tees it, ends up on his back, legs up, just like all the other girls on fucking Valentine's Day getting some. Oh fuck, I might get canceled for that. But yeah. let's, let's let's all. No, we'll say all the fellas. He had the legs up like all the fellas. Yeah, on the yeah. Fucking ho- Valentine's yeah. Day. The, you know, it's funny that we bring that up because on Valentine's Day I was a little bit, I was a little bit high. I took the edible and um, uh, I was like wondering. I'm like sitting there on Valentine's Day. I'm like. How many people are getting fucking laid tonight? Like, how many people are fucking, you know? I saw a tweet. It was like, if you were born in early to mid-November, your parents probably fucked on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I wonder how many, like, I kind of want to look that up after we record. Like, how many, how many people, like, what is the what is the population in, like, no, in November? Oh, it's Spike City, dog. Jesus Christ. Spike. Yeah, that's, that's going to be, like, the most popular, like, most populated month, I guess you could say. Yeah. We're all the, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, we're that, all the... it's like the after Christmas thing too, right? Like you get over your seasonal depression. It's like the that's what they advertise it as, right? Like fall in love again. Yeah, it's yeah. the new year, right? And yeah, it's just like... like New Year happens, and then they like fucking focus on uh Valentine's Day right away for the next month and a half. Yeah, yeah. You no know, one has money. Yeah, yeah. After the holidays, and then you got that. Then you got St. Patty's Day a month later. Jesus, just uh, which is a real fucking holiday. Yeah, holy shit. Um, but yeah, what a game! What a game-winning goal! I mean, great effort by the team. Um, Ottinger was unreal. Allmark was unreal. I mean, other than you know, I would say that second goal. I kind of take back. Uh, on that first goal, saying it was a little soft, just not the best play, but. You know, he he held his own. He kept the boys in it, and the boys came back. I mean, they're a fucking third period team, and once they tied up the game, you like you knew that was basically it. Dallas was fucked. I mean, I feel like majority of that game, the Bruins just fucking dominated. Even though I fell asleep for the third, they 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 did too. And it was like Monty said the same thing. He's like, if we had like ten more minutes, that game's over. And which also goes into the th- like. Like, or sorry, if they had uh, 10, 10 more minutes in this first period, that game would have been over already or something like that. Yeah. Because they were just buzzing so hard in the first. And then, like you said, they kind of came out in the flat in the second. But, like, that's the that's what you want to see. Okay, yeah, well, they dropped five or they dropped four or five, whatever. The, like, people are fucking losing their mind. And, like, yeah, was I kind of like, oh, man, here we go. Power play is not working. Uh, we can't. We can't get anything together, even though we're getting putting everything on net and getting these chances. It just seems like we can't fucking buy one against. So I'm like, all right, here's another loss, I guess. And then they just come out of nowhere, dick swinging, as Boosie says, 
and they just fucking dragged their nuts. They yep. did what they needed to do. And how clutch is Zaka? I just can't get over it, man. So many times yeah. this year. You know what's great is like coming into the season, like doing press conferences and stuff too. And he also like Bergeron mentioned it too. What he talked about, he's like, he knows he has a good shot and he wants to shoot more. And he's got twelve goals on the season. You start, you see him utilizing his shot, and I, I, I would love to see him shoot a little bit more. But man, he's had some fucking snipes this year, dude. It's and like mm-hmm. he's starting think, to utilize his size as well in his game in general. Like, I mean, that check line when they're together, it's just fucking unstoppable, dude. In this year, their their goal differential is fourteen to three. It's like starting January first. Oh yeah, I saw. It's I like saw something crazy. Up. They're dominating, dude. Unreal, man. And like, I know that's why. Like, I uh, we need to brusque back. Oh. We, it, it, how, okay, or right, do you want to do Bobby's corner now so we can get into a couple of those things? Yes, because he brings up some. Yeah, uh, he brought up some stuff that we spot. haven't touched great. on yet. Yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, we're gonna we're gonna drain the vein and we are going to send you guys into Bobby Brewski's fucking corner. Enjoy, folks. <laughs> From the beaches of Winnipeg and the palm trees of the West End, weighing 850 pounds, Bobby Bruski. All right, it's my corner and welcome to it. Coming at you live, it's Bobby Bruski, baby. Oh man, I got a little dancing on the weekend for you. I gotta tell you folks, man, little rippers. Shout out to the rippers, man, I gotta tell you. I love that song. I have crushed many beers of that song, man, and I plan on crushing many more beers of that song. All right. Shout out to the league for giving us 10 days off, guys. I don't know what you did. I watched the All-Star game. I, you know, I, bar- I watched the All-Star game, and I barely watched hockey. You know, I just I took the time to rejuvenate, take a break from sitting in front of the tube. I read a page of a book. It's very productive. Boys come back, man, and I, I'm not going to beat on the Capitals game. I'm not going to dissect it too much. I'm just going to say a few things. In my opinion, man, we got goalied. You know, there's a reason why, the, you know, the Capitals showed up with a bunch of bags and just threw them at Kemper and was just, hey, man, we haven't really replaced Holtby. Can you try to replace Holtby? And I don't know if he's done it that well, but on Sunday he absolutely replaced Holtby. Shout out to Fliggy, though, man. I got to love a good Selly from Daddy Felino, man, like, Gets me fucking jacked, man. Shout out to Nick. Uh, man, this siblings trip, though. <laughs> I don't know if, if any other organization has done it. I don't really remember seeing anyone else do this. Maybe I just don't pay attention. It looks like a blast. And it's a great idea, man. Like, the mom's trip's awesome. The dad's trip's awesome. And the sibling shit is, is just right up the alley of just being a great time. And I don't know if there's a pool open or Vegas has odds. I know our boy Boosie was talking about it on Twitter. My money's still on the on uh, is still on uh, the Cliftons, man. Uh, it's Connor Clifton hockey. I know Cliffy hockey is not a thing that he necessarily likes, but they look like the life of the party, and everyone else is just the guests. I'm willing to bet it. If it's Connor Clifton hockey, it's Clifton drinking. You know what I mean? And no beer is safe when that family's around. Speaking of the Dallas Boston game, man. First off. I thought that was a great game. That was a chippy game. That was a fun game. There's a lot of that game had to offer. 
Before I continue, though, it's my corner. It's my soapbox, and I'm going to get this off my chest. I, if you know, if Dallas isn't going to give their fans a Stanley Cup parade, and maybe they will this summer, maybe they will next summer, maybe they, who knows though, they haven't done it yet though. The least they can do is give their fans the '90s jerseys. If you like the current Dallas Star jerseys, you know, good for you. Some people absolutely love those DC movies, and I couldn't give a shit. All right, what I think they should do next season, maybe even as soon as the cups handed out, is you take the Dallas Stars current jerseys. You take Jordan Bennington, you take Michael Bunting, and you know what? You take the entire company of fanatics, throw them into a rocket ship, and get them the hell out of here. Because this shit's horrendous. Speaking of horrendous, man, the Boston Bruins on that Dallas Stars game became the CMHC, man. They became the Colin Miller hate crew. I don't know if it's because he was part of that whole debacle that started with Lucic getting traded to the Kings, and then we got a first-round pick, and... He, you know, that that turned into a whole other thing in 2015. And then he got taken by Vic. I don't know what happened, but man, did the Bruins look like they hate that guy now. I, I It's been a while since I've seen a former teammate get body checked, thrown around, slashed, chirped at. I don't know what happened, but I guess we don't like Colin Miller anymore. It's the Colin Miller hate crew. And I have a feeling, a little itch. You, you look at the Central Division... And Dallas being on top of it at the moment with 71 points. And you can't help but to see Colorado reigning Stanley Cup champions, only getting healthier, haven't even hit the trade deadline yet. You got Minnesota right behind Colorado, tied at the moment. They haven't hit trade deadline yet. Winnipeg and Connor Hallebuck and Kyle Connor and Josh Morrissey just absolutely rolling under the radar. But I look at that division and I just think, Someone from that division has to go to the Stanley Cup final. And I don't know if Dallas gets enough credit for being a team that no one wants to play in the first round. They only got better as the game went on. And that is a team that I would not want to face in a seven-game series. Um, With that being said, I'm sure the fans feel the same way. But I I feel like their fans would look at Boston and say, that's the last team I want to play in a seven-game series. Especially with Zaka dinning posts and scoring goals. I want to take the moment of that, too, actually, to give a shout-out to Jenny Liz on Twitter. All right? Had a little power surge problem. Ended up missing the goal. Posted it on Twitter, ranting about it. She instantly came through with the highlight reel. Gotta love it. Shout-out to the homies, man. Love you all. Another fun fact. Um, Bergie Marshy. This is the fifth game in a row. They don't have points. I'm going to sum that up in one sentence. We miss you, Jake DeBrusque. We miss you so much. I love Craig Smith, but it is not working fellas it's not working of course you know who is working pasta still not getting an extension himself but closing it off from an overtime that little ass in the air Sally. gotta love it to quote pantera sorry dallas but we're taking over this town speaking of taking over i went on twitter earlier opened up the lines asked if anyone had any questions concerns wanted a shout out maybe you want a poem read to you maybe you want a love song saying to you well, I opened up the lines, and now you guys came, and now I'm here to deliver. And the first person we got walking the docket is Lorraine Flippo, at Lorraine Flip one responding to a Philadelphia celebration video I posted, wearing a gorgeous reverse retro Pasternak jersey. Lorraine simply said, grow up. Well, I'm sorry. 
It sounds like Lorraine hosted a Super Bowl party, made a bunch of food, and nobody ate it. Next. You got Boren Bruin Media, my fucking guy. Boren Bruin 77. What's the bear's name, and after how many beers does he start talking to you? Now, no one even knows. It's never come up where the bear's from. Although he's hinted at Alaska. He might have even been in that Grizzly Man movie. Um, the bear, he always talks. In fact, while I was getting ready for work this morning, this dude just strolled up to my kitchen window, hammered, and just drops, like, the best advice. Like, this is what he does. He'll just walk up and just drop one line. He just looks at me and he's like, hey, Bobby. And I was like, what's up? And he goes, freedom's on the other side of discipline. And just, like, dips out. Um... Unreal. You don't even need to finish the first beer for them to start talking to you. Now, like I said, never got their name, but they respond to Cashman. Do what you will with that information. Next up, we got the Professor at Professor LGRW, which I'm guessing stands for Let's Go Red Wings. Like Red Wings Heritage Boots, America's Finest Leather Made Boots, perhaps? I love those boots. I got a few pair of them. Although a few years ago, I was walking to work. Absolutely rocking out to Prince. Little Red Corvette. And I, I slipped on the ice and broke my ribs, and it was super embarrassing, and I don't think I ever recovered from that. Uh, here's their question. Bro, who was doing the network cabling up behind you? I'm going to be honest with you. I never met the dude that set it up, but I did met the dude that tried to fix it, and um, let's just say I compared it to the Vancouver Canucks. There is no fixing that mess. Cheers, my guy. And then we get the beehive, giving me a shout out, Don Cherry in it, the best. I'm going to tell you guys a story. Um, when I was in grade five, so I was about like 10 years old, it was during the lockout, I went to a Manitoba Moose game here, and lo and behold, in the gift shop, for whatever reason, Don Cherry was there. And I was buying a, a moose hat, it was like a trucker hat, but it was all camo, it was actually pretty sick. But Don Cherry, for whatever reason, like looked at me with a marker in his hand and said, son, do you want me to sign that hat? And at the time, my mom's boyfriend was there. And he was kind of jacked that Don Cherry was there. And I just stared at him and I just went, no, sir, I don't agree with what you said about Jerome McGillan last year. I don't want your autograph. And then I just strolled past him. All right, last but not least, we got Big Bruins Energy, Lauren. How are you the coolest person ever? And that I answer. I'm just one half of the bestie bone, baby. Alright. You've been great. I've been Bobby Brewskis. Shout out to Only Bruins, baby. And remember, if you're high enough, the sun is always shining. No beer is safe, baby. Let's go, bees! Holy shit, what a corner Bobby Brewski fucking had. 10 minutes of pure fucking gold. I mean, there's so many things to take from this uh from this segment of, of his. I mean, where where do you even want to start with this? Okay, give me a sec here. Uh <clears throat> so we already touched on a couple of things like the Washington game. We won't talk and get into that. That was that was pretty funny though the way he brought that up. I will agree with him. I thought that the 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 star. I was talking about the stars and they just need to get rid of that ridiculous green and go back to the nineties. 
colors i thought that was funny as hell but one thing i thought was really fucking interesting was the colin miller take i thought the same thing i was like the bruins fucking hate this guy dude like i wonder what happened like i wonder if like there was any backdoor compensation for seattle or uh, whoever vegas taking vegas. colin miller yeah. yeah you know what i mean like it really seems like there's a couple guys that pl- have played on the bruins before and like marshy will just go at them and you're like yeah. you know you know like oh okay they didn't have a good relationship at all, but I thought that was fu- I thought that was fucking hilarious how he how he got into that. Yeah, um, oh, no, fuck. I, I agree. Like, but the the main one I wanted to get into. Sorry, those were just a couple I wanted to just touch on quick. The main one I wanted to get into is Bergie and Marshy. They have been invisible without Jake DeBrusque. What the fuck's going on, man? I'm a little worried about. Uh, worried about Bergy, kind of. Oh, weird. We're okay. Then we're both collectively so, uh, fucking yeah, worried. I mean, <laughs> I'm worried about Bergy, but like the thing is, Bergy's still like dominant when away from the puck. I will say, I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of those tight turns, pivot, like turn on a fucking dime. Oh, Jesus, what the fuck's the same Marshawn for Marshy? Like mm. lately, he's been fucking ice cold. I mean. He he finished Tuesday night at dash one, which you like yeah. rarely ever see. Same 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 thing with in a Bird. game like that too. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Just the game like that, he that's fucking a little concerning. Yeah, and his last his last point goes back to at the game against Tampa Bay. Uh oh no, so yeah, Tampa Bay on January twenty sixth. So it's been three. Yeah, it's been five. Yeah, so. Bobby Bruschi was right. Five games for each of them without re- without recording yeah. the point. Within that, uh, would have been pasta too, but he got the fucking overtime goal. Yeah, yeah. And, this is even worse. If you're looking about. at that, those five games right there, uh, going back to those five games, there, Marshand himself is a neg is a dash four, uh, with zero points. Um, I mean, I get it. They're playing against the top lines. Mm. Uh, and and you think guys with families coming back from a long vacation, this kind of their fucking like I I don't like this term like or thinking about it like this way, but it's kind of their preseason for the second half. You know what I mean? Like you know, yeah. Bergie, what like you could sir you could see it on Saturday a lot. I thought you could just see the older guys, you know, coming back, getting their kids settled again. I think that's why Olmark didn't play, just because, like, you know, Sway's the single guy. He would have just been ready to go, right? Yeah, he had the time off. Olmark had – I mean, Olmark had some time off. I saw, like I – th- I think we talked about it last week. Yeah, the we Disney. talked about it last yeah, week yeah. with Disney. Yeah, um, yeah, he had the time off and whatnot, and he had to participate in the skills competition, the All-Star game and whatnot. Which he was so. awesome in the All-Star game, wanted yeah. to have that again. We yeah, talked a yeah. little bit about it last week. Yep, and – um. So I I wasn't. Some people were surprised that I was Swayman. I I wasn't, I wasn't at all. Especially for everything we just meant, like everything away from the rink, it only made sense. It was going to be Swayman. Yeah, you it, know what I mean. It made perfect sense. Yeah, and Sway's a younger guy. He probably would have got in a night earlier, right? So he doesn't you know? get in shit or miss any fucking flights or anything like that. Whereas you see Jake Tabrask, he's a fucking older vet now. He missed his plane back, and nobody gave a shit because it's Jake DeBrusque, and he's injured. But still, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you you, you kind of had a feeling. But I, I don't know, man. Like, it's it just – so uh, as we're recording this, we found out today that Jake DeBrusque isn't going to play in the Nashville game tonight. 
Um, and the, with that report, we also got news that Nosek pretty much can't be put on LTIR um, because he won't be injured long enough. He'll be ready for the next road trip. So the problem with that is you might not see a trade now for a bit, but they need to make a trade to um, bring DeBrusque's cap back, right? So I uh, just want to give everyone a little bit of trade info here real quick, just that the Bruins were pushing hard to, to get rid of cap in the, in the chicken deal fell through, didn't work out. So now they are just kind of sitting, waiting for the market to die down a little bit and prices to come down because they don't want to pay top dollar to get rid of Riley's contract, which inevitably, inevitably they have to do to get DeBrus back or they trade Smith, whatever one comes first. Right. It's pretty yeah. much. And then I've also heard a little bit of rumbling Smith's on the waiver wire tomorrow, which would be today if you're listening to it. So, that's our trade talk for the week. We're going to do another pod like we did last week. Uh, we're just little, little teasers here and there for now, but um, it's a lot of work going through the trade stuff, and it's kind of a headache sometimes. So um, we talked collectively, and we're going to try and get Andrew on again around the trade deadline, Give see where we're at with our predictions. Yeah, absolutely, because we've been pretty trade-heavy uh, the last oh. few episodes, so it's nice to give it a little bit of a break. Uh, we kind of have some content to talk about. Shout out to our boy Bobby Bruski because mm-hmm. he brought up some good points. You know, we kind of only have two games to talk about. Uh, and I mean, the first one was kind of a doozy minus me and Brett just fucking getting in one on, you know, in different parts of the world and just having ourselves a fucking weekend. And then Tuesday night was Tuesday night. We already broke that down. But one thing I do want to talk about that Bobby Bruski brought up this mm-hmm. fucking siblings trip, dude. Oh, fuck. This fucking siblings, and I, I tweeted it out. I think we've all said it. This next behind the B is going to be pure fucking gold because you have some pure gems. And I know your favorite is Grizzly's brother. Oh, I mean, that guy looks like a fucking all timer. I would fucking do disgusting things. I would suck a dick to have a beer with that guy. Long story <laughs> short. That Does guy he is a kn- fucking legend. Yeah, so I made the tweet about him looking like a Canadian boy with the his brown bag in it. And yeah. like... uh. I, dude honestly like i was saying to you on twitter and stuff he's the type of guy that brings beers in the brown bag because he knows the beers on the plane for everyone else like he knows he's he he knows that he wouldn't be getting as many as he'd like right so you know that's the type of guy sneaking four on the plane maybe even giving one of his up out of the group beers you know giving one up to be like, oh, no, I got one of my own. He's 100% that guy. This guy's got – he's definitely got lippers in the whole time. Like, I I need to figure out where he's located in Canada and just yeah. rip some fucking Labatt Blues with this guy. Just accidentally run into him at a bar. Oh, my – dude. Greerzy for life. Yeah, He literally reminds me of Shorzy, like, from the show. Yeah, Just, like, yeah. looking at him, I get that vibe, like, oh, my God, he's such a Canadian boy. He just, like, he looks like one of the fucking guys you see hanging around the rink playing beer league and just, like, oh. you know, like, he, he might be injured. He might have, like, a you know, be out for a week or two, but he's still there fucking drinking a 30 rack to the face, just just himself, you know, and yeah. just he wants to be with the boys. He wants to be with the boys. It's Him and just... Bergeron's brother obliterated oh the God. fucking roof. And it, somebody said to me, he's like, you know, as a Canadian, he left like a couple bills for. The, yeah, yeah. The, the was that bill. was that for the OT winner? That goal? That, uh, I that think so. Yeah. Or was that yeah. the Zaka one? OK, yeah, it was, was because OT I remember one. the Zaka one. They were still going crazy, but you could see Zaka's sister 
Um, holy shit who is dude fucking beautiful oh are the zakas the fucking most beautiful Jesus people i've Christ. ever seen in my life uh, like i already thought pavel was a fucking missile you know yeah, what i oh, mean like dude. i already thought this guy was a missile and if like it for he, bergeron he'd be the hottest guy on the team i mean no oh, matter what bergeron will always it, be i think him player. and smitty him and smitty would fight for hottest guy on the team oh, they Jesus, got it i forgot about smitty yeah oh. yeah but let we're i want to talk about something here real quick I've never seen you and Jakob Zaboral in the same fucking room before. What the fuck? Dude, I can't unsee Zaboozle that over here. Zaboozle, dude. Zaboozle. Yeah, that's right. I was supposed to fucking give myself a nice <laughs> intro to that. I forgot about it too till right now. The um, picture is, dude, does it not look exactly like you just with a little more of a beard? Yeah, like a little bit more of a beard. Like it kind of does. Like I was like, what the fuck, man? I was like, this guy's in Dallas right now. Sick. Thanks for the fucking like, invite. And even Bobby Brewski fucking replied to it. And he's just like, holy. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, he sees it too. I mean, if only I could be 6'1 and fucking as good at hockey as he is. Fuck. Well, that's the thing, dude. No wonder you haven't been back on the fucking ice. They see your videos you're posting on Twitter just getting crippled in the press box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I'm getting fucking health bond. <laughs> They're like, we got to stop giving these kids Heinekens out here. Holy <laughs> shit. Fucking oh, Zabuzi weird. loves the Heinekens a little bit too much. Oh, Shout out Heineken Silva, dude. But uh, yeah, that's I can't unsee that now. Now that's all like, especially when you zoomed in and like cropped. I'm like, holy fuck! Like, like if I grow out my beard a little bit more, 100 percent like. Looks oh yeah, like me. yeah, and that's the thing too. Like we haven't seen him in so long. Like he's just kind of like been in the background, and then all of a sudden you're popping up in fucking press boxes of the goddamn garden, crushing Heinekens, looking yeah. like the guy that should be in the ice. Yeah, <laughs> no, like it's. It's kind of it's it's fucking funny, dude. Like, and then like when you when you like looked at that picture and pointed that out, I didn't even think of Zaboral being on the fucking trip. Same same with like Laku as well, you know. Like, like I know Laku has played more recently than fucking Zaboral, and and Mm. it is a weird position for Zaboral. Like, dude, I swear they're telling him just take it easy this year. I like the contract. Unless they're just going to trade him, which I don't know how you can. He has nah, no value. Yeah. yeah, right? So in my eyes, like I, I feel like there's been a couple setbacks with the knee that isn't being yeah. talked about. You know, it's very because he looks happy. He, You know what I mean? Like yeah. before when he was healthy, his, he his would speak out to them a little bit. Yeah. And like before when he was healthy, remember he spoke out to the media like I deserve to be in this roster every night, blah, blah. And then he got injured. Yeah. Like, he went on that crazy fuck. Well, and now it's like he's like saying nothing. You don't see anything. It's it yeah. almost like they're like, hey, you're going to be in like Clifton's spot next year. But if someone goes down, you better be ready. Yeah, like you're the next man up. Yeah, because he plays both sides, right? And he looked great with Forbert. Yeah. And we've just been blessed lately with um a healthy back end. Fucking knock on wood. But we've been blessed lately with a healthy back end. And the haven't really had always- to call him into duty. Well, that's the thing. The plan was always Clifton to be the seventh defenseman, and I yeah. I swear that by that. You know what I mean? No, I I think that's what they wanted this season too, because not only that, I mean they want to see their former first round pick, thirteenth overall, who showed it. a lot of promise. Yeah, and yeah, he showed a lot of promise before that fucking uh, injury. He's playing the best hockey of his life. Um, 
It's yep, knees, he, man. Those knees. Yeah, man. it's that's a tough injury to come back from. I know it doesn't happen too often in hockey, but it takes. I mean, it takes. I would say a little over a year. Like I know medicine and training and all that's completely different now, but it does take a while. I mean, uh, yeah, like it, to it, come it, back it, from. It's kind of hard to like compare it to McAvoy and like Marshawn and these like elite fucking level superstar players that. Yep. I don't there's something in them that they just push themselves or they you know what I mean like and it's not that Lauko doesn't or Lauko Zaboral doesn't have that it's just like he's not McAvoy or Marshawn it's gonna take him a little bit no it definitely is I mean he also like confidence is key too you don't want to put him in a bad position then have him fucking just you know his confidence goes to shit basically you know yeah like just get um like uh, that that's what i'm that what's what worries me when people are like oh put him in put him in i'm like unless there's an in- injury just let him cook like back there because you know what what if he has a couple games where you put him in and he just plays like shit but it's because like there's so much pressure whereas if it's next man up at mentality there's not as much pressure it's like hey kid go out and play you're the one that's next man up that we don't have any other options yeah no exactly because you're not going to call up um uh, Riley, Jesus, I yeah. was about to say Riley Smith. Uh, you're not going to call up Riley, though. Um, yeah. It just doesn't make sense. And uh, like, what are you going to call up a Sean? A Sean, yeah, but yeah, and I think he goes through waivers this year. Oh Very shit! Sure. His he? entry, I think. I don't know. It's either it's weird with those college students, man. Like it's games played or. Um, like you know what I mean, a certain amount of contract time. But like when they come out of like the WH or the CHL, it's just like three years. You bomb your entry levels done. Yeah, that it, that shit's just like so confusing. So confusing. I don't know why they don't just make it all the same for college and fucking CHL. You know what? You know what? one thing. Since we're kind of like talking about it, one thing I would kind of take away from it. Um. Like speaking of that, it's like you know, like the whole VZ thing, the the Adam Fox stuff. Like you don't sign after college, whatever, so you become a free agent. I think that's absolute bullshit. I think if you're if you're drafted by that team, then you sh- you shouldn't be, and you don't sign after what two or three years, however it is, um, and you you're just all of a sudden a fucking free agent, like. People waste a first round pick on you, and then you just decide to not join that team. Like how Jimmy Vesey decides to not join Nashville. First of all, Adam Fox. The, Adam like, the Fox. The list goes on, man. Yeah, and it's those fucking Harvard kids. Those man. Harvard pricks do it. Fuck those Ivies. And now, I mean, Vesey's kind of resurrected his career, but he's still like not as great as he thought he was going to be. Adam yeah. Fox is a different story, but like I, I think it if teams i feel like no matter what if they want to play in the nhl they should own their rights um i know i'm pretty sure you get a little something too though if if they go to free agency right uh i i think only certain rounds so if you took a if you have a first rounder that doesn't want to sign with you you can get like a third round pick in compensation See, like that that's which just is like, so bad yeah so I, and like the only reason i know that is cuz that remember the mcbain kid that went yeah. to ended up going to Phoenix. He yep. was a first round pick and they only got a third from him 
from Arizona because that's all they were going to get. And then they just like did the kid a solid and like sent him somewhere he wanted to go. Yeah. See, like that's bullshit. Like you should, if you own the fucking rights, you own the fucking rights. Yeah. And if you want to play in the NHL, you're going to play with that fucking team. And if you don't, before you before you sign whatever, just be like, hey, like I'll do a sign and trade, but I'm not gonna play with you guys. You know, yeah, like that's the one thing I do respect about Fox is like he told Calgary straight up after they drafted him, like they drafted him knowing, hey, we might not get this guy to ever play for us, and then in the end, he was like, hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sign for you guys. So they like kind of were like, hey, fuck you, traded him to Carolina. Carolina yep. gave up like Hannafin, Lindholm, like all these pieces for him. And then um, he that's when he forced his trade to New York. And that's where like the whole like you're giving these kids way too much power. And like it's like the math. It's like the Matthews thing, you know, like you give these you give these kids the keys. They're going to drive the car as fast as they fucking can. Yeah, no, 100 percent. And it's just like. It's a young man's league now. I mean, you see these fucking kids getting absolutely paid like a year too early, and that might be the new movement. I mean, look at like Spin Chicklets brought it up this week on this week's episode, but like they're signing guys, Buffalo signing guys before they reach like the final year of that entry level contract, and they're extending them. And now, um, what's that big fucker's name on Buffalo who's fucking lighting it up? Um, Powers. No, not not the forward. Uh, oh, Thompson. Thompson. Hey. Yeah, Tate Thompson. Um, he signed that extent. He had one good year, and then they signed him to an extension. Uh, it was Seven like, million dollars. Yeah, and like now, now that's a fucking steal, dude. And so then the he, cap's gonna go up in two or three years, and then after that, he's still gonna get a big ticket. So it's smart on both ends because they're they're set, the team's set. It's gonna pay off in the long run. Like by the time his contract is up, he's gonna probably be like a twelve million dollar player if he keeps this up. And even crazier is they just signed Dylan Cousins to a seven by seven. So yep. this year, Tage Thompson makes one point two five fucking million. I saw a thing yesterday. It was like he's the best value contract in the NHL right now. One hundred percent. Yeah, right. So they have Cousins and fucking Thompson. So Cousins took a year off of his deal so that they could line it up exactly with Thompson Tage. So yeah. Th- they're gonna have fourteen million dollars for their top two centers for the next eight, seven years. Like you know what I mean? Like that, that's that's Buffalo is, shit right yeah, there. Yeah, like they they did it. They did the thing. Like you know what the teams are rebuilding. They're trying to do the thing. They're trying to get that piece or uh, get that core. And like I listened to Darlene. He was on Chicklets and he was talking about like how much fucking fun they have. They're all like twenty five to fucking yeah. twenty years old, right? He was like they go up for dinners all the time. And Thompson Tuck. Uh, like after they traded Eichel, all the like young core that uh, uh, Buffalo ended up getting after like like in this rebuild, they all kind of came together and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna suck for a couple years. We're gonna lose, and then from here on out, we're just gonna be fucking winners and we're gonna develop a winner culture." You got Tuck coming back pretty much home. He's he's. I think he should be the next captain after Alposa. Like oh, honestly, the sirens. Sorry. <laughs> They're coming, bro. I know my boy Andrew will point that out. Oh my god, I just I talk about trades and other teams' rosters for two seconds and Don's are too hot, bro. Dude, Don's like fucking where's this kid at? But um yeah, we'll like we'll see, man. That Buffalo's an exciting team to watch. I'll tell you that. Yep. Gonna One, suck yeah. playing them for the next ten years. 
But it's good for the NHL when they're good. So hopefully yeah. the Bruins don't fucking go into a full rebuild and then they turn into our daddies. Like, that would be fucking... Ugh. Oh, God. I, It'd be I, so much fucking eating such a crow sandwich. I, yeah, I'm, I'm getting fucking anxiety thinking about that shit. But, oh. I mean, even after... Worse, you got Detroit doing, and Ottawa doing the same thing. Uh, Detroit, Detroit, I'm okay with. Ottawa, I think they're a little bit far away, but they're they're gonna get there absolutely. I want. No, yeah, I just mean the next ten years is gonna suck playing them. The Atlantic's gonna be tough. Yeah, because it was so weak for so long. It was literally just us, Toronto, and fucking Tampa the whole time. Yeah, no, exactly, and it's just like it's gonna be it's gonna be good because it's gonna be a little bit of a mix up for the playoff run and. I mean, I, I still want to see Buffalo make it, and then obviously Same. we'd probably get them in the first round, and they would bring something. I, I don't think that oh, would be, be an electric. easy series by any means. I think oh. they got a, a bunch of young guys who are dumb enough not to, and I don't mean this as an insult, they're dumb enough to not realize the situation that they're in and what they could possibly do. Oh, yeah. And they're a team, I mean, the, granted, the goaltending's a problem, but... Mm-hmm. They're and the defense is is shaky, but it's getting there. Like they they have they the just space. don't give a shit about D. Yeah, like they have so much. Like man, every they're... single one of their D's like an offensive defenseman. Yeah, they're just like yeah. if you watch them play, Powers and Deline are below the fucking red line the whole yeah. game. Like the other team's red line, it's wild. But like you said, that you're not gonna win a cup with Craig Anderson. You're not gonna beat the Bruins no. in seven games. It would it would Anderson. be a great story, but Bruins just yeah. have too much depth. They're just too experienced and they're better it would be like the first year we played carolina um the year before we played them in the fucking um well when we swapped them finals yeah the year we swept them remember it was like carolina might actually finally do it and give the bruins a push oh and then that's like like a kick in the nuts for them yeah yeah Um, and like they, they probably need that it'll be good for them another thing too is buffalo's really fucking close to me like an hour and 45 away. Listen, this is this, <laughs> this is a hot take. Oh, I would make that drive 100%. Oh, this is a hot take right here. Buffalo right, somehow it. makes it into the playoffs. You could see the LA Kings of the Buffalo Sabres 2.0. That, that run they did when they made it in as the eighth seed. Just get um, fucking crushed after this, every series win. You love you hear it. The boys love to have fun. Alex Tuck is a great leader. Sounds like like they got something special brewing down there, and they they got enough energy. They got enough young guns where they could just fucking you know shock the world. But that's a that's a big if. I mean, yeah, let's make it into the playoffs. But yeah, I mean, another thing too is like I I think you stand pat still. Don't harvest any of your future. You're still not there. You're just having. Yeah, they're still year. unless unless they're going to get like a real goaltender, maybe trade for Freddie Anderson yeah. and um. Well, yeah, I, I heard they were in on that Vimelka and Chitrin. Imagine Chitrin on that fucking team with those defense. With with uh, Buffalo, yeah. They, apparently shit. they were in on him and Vimelka. And they were gonna send one of their goalies the other way. See, they they have, they're perfectly capable of making that happen. Yeah, the Th- problem that's, is that's the scary thing. The Yotes want their first round pick for this year, which could be top fifteen, right? So it's like, yeah, fuck that noise. But, yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand that. But if you get Chitrin and with all the cap space they have too, oh, like that's a dangerous team. But at so the end of the day, you still need a goaltender. Mm-hmm. You'll need a fucking goaltender. But they got something uh something special brewing down there and you you, you love that. But it's it's just like 
I don't know, like with the cap space they have. And obviously we said we're not going to go into trade talk this week. We're going to kind of give it a break. But and you bring up Chitrin and stuff like that. And rumors are swirling. Things have kind of slowed down this week. And some rumors have kind of buzzed off. But they got cap space. Hurricanes have cap space. You still hear that. I mean, Patty Kane came out and said there's only two teams that he's going to waive his no trade clause to. It's Toronto and the Rangers. Mm. So there's still a chance that the Rangers can get him. I don't know how. I don't know how. Okay, so I made a video about this that I posted on my fucking Twitter that kind of popped off a little. And I went back and watched it again. I was like, okay, I didn't really explain that, that, that the video this Yeah, the video right. So what I was pretty much getting at is there's a possibility with Kane and his injury, hip injury, that if they get enough clearance from NHL doctors, they can put him on LTIR, trade him on LTIR, which people are like, how, how do you trade someone on LTIR? Well, ask the Vegas Golden Knights. They've been <laughs> picking up guys for years, the Yotes. Like, it, it's, it's doable. You're trading dead cap money for somebody who's technically not going to play for the rest of the season. So there's no circumvention and there's no – it's a loophole. There's no circumvention. What you're doing is perfectly fine. You're allowed to do it. We've seen Tampa do it. It's funny. It's called, it's called, it used to be called the Kane rule because Chicago back in the day, like in 2011 and 2013, I think they sat Kane for like from the um, trade deadline on so that they could accumulate cap space. Like this has happened long, long times ago. So if Chicago wants to jump back into their old roots, they could potentially trade Kane for just a playoff run. So the price would be cheaper for the New York Rangers. And you have to remember the New York Rangers have guys like Kratzoff that they're trying to get rid of. Great young prospect. Um, they have yeah. good defensive prospects. They already have a great defensive core. They went and picked up um, Tarasenko and this Mikula kid. This Mikula kid scored for the Rangers last night. I was watching it. They look like they're buzzing. And the problem with this is you can activate Kane on the first day of the playoffs and have him on your second line. It's not even not ours on the New York Rangers second line. People are worried about the Hurricanes, but if you're playing a team that has uh, Panarin, Kane, Tarasenko, Zabinijad, um, Fox, Shesterkin, you can throw Truba in there because he's a fucking truck. That is a scary fucking team to play in the playoffs. Oh, dude, one hundred percent. Like I, that. That's the the. And and the funny thing too is people like oh Carolina's got him. They're saying that in the comments. Actually, if you look at Carolina and the Rangers' record for the past like year and a bit, the Rangers fucking own them. It's like nine zero and one, including playoffs. Jesus. Yeah. So it's like, or not including playoffs. Sorry, including playoffs, they have a couple losses against them, but they just completely own the Hurricanes. So I wouldn't be worried about the Hurricanes. I'd be worried about Chris Drury getting a little fancy and you know paying only like a second in a fucking prospect for Kane for whatever, just a playoff run. Cause it's possible to do and there's no rules against it. So that's yeah. just what, what I was trying to say in that video. I wanted to clear it up for a couple of people because there's so many comments that I was just like, oh, I'll just address it on the pod. It's man. The it's scary. What can happen to the East? It's scary because although the Bruins are buzzing, I mean, what are they? 48 and three or something like that. Uh, uh, something I yeah, mean, yeah, something like that. And, and that's with them kind of hitting a slump, you know. Yeah. L- losing basically three games in a row. Granted, one was in overtime. It's scary what can happen and how much things can change a snap of the fingers. Uh, because the Bruins are really still trying to go after uh, Chitra. And it's like their offer still stands. And mm-hmm. I think 
I think uh, LA is kind of backed out a little because they just yeah. re-signed one of their young kids that I yeah, think they Mikey, were going to trade. Yep. Yeah, I think I think he was supposed to be in the package. So it kind of looks like teams are pissed at the Oats um, for what they're doing. And I had someone bring this up to me. Do you think it's kind of fucked up that that Arizona is just holding their best player out against teams that are in the playoff race and they're just you know like uh, say that like they're in the Central Division, right? So like. Dallas, say they've played them twice already and they played them with Chickren in the lineup and they lost to them once this year. Whereas Colorado, a team that they're in the playoff rate playoff bubble race with, which is wild, they're not they didn't have to play Chitrin the other night and they smoked the fucking Yotes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's kind of like, what are we doing here? Not only that, they fucking shut out Tampa Bay last night. <laughs> oh, did you see so that was like a revenge game, eh? So I didn't, well, I didn't see any of the game. I just saw the because I, I... I did a bu- bunch of puck line parlays last night. Mm. And I obviously took Tampa the minus one and a half for like plus one ten. I'm like, that's you know, th- it's it's how how can I not take that? And then they fucking lose one nothing. Yeah, so yeah, I know, right? So for my goalie lovers out here, uh, Connor Ingram, the goalie of the Phoenix Phoenix, Jesus Christ, Arizona Coyotes, um, was in Tampa Bay's farm system he was playing for their ahl team he got two years ago almost to the or two or two three or four years ago i don't know the time frame almost to the day of him playing tampa bay last night for the first time since he was sent down to the uh echl which is like the farm team for the ahl and he was and he had one of the best numbers in the ahl as goalies that year but they just had so many goalies on their roster like they had to do something about it so i swear dude that was a revenge game last night like that guy had that circled on the calendar for years yeah okay that makes more sense then yeah like i guess he was rocking like a 1.73 goals against average and a point like 935 save percentage and they sent him to the fucking coast jesus yeah so i just wanted to th- like a little little nerdy last little tidbit there yeah no that's that that's awesome and that that's a nice story for him but um yeah as as far as trades and and things heating up in the east it's like the East is looking scary right now. The Metropolitan's heating up. I mean, Rangers are just buzzing. Carolina's Carolina. They're going to keep doing their thing, and I'm sure they're going to add. And with the Pittsburgh's Bruins, I mean, back up too. What's that? Pittsburgh's heating back up too. Yep, Pittsburgh's starting to uh, play better. Um, the Bruins, even though they won the other night, we'll see how tonight goes. I I feel like. As long as they didn't get too banged up tonight, they'll be playing a little bit guilty oh, and they'll yeah. get a nice dub and they'll come home and take care of the Islanders on Saturday. But you're really seeing them missing DeBrusque. I don't know if we said that at the at the beginning of the pod, but you're yeah. really missing DeBrusque. The power play has been shit. Uh, DeBrusque, I mean, you're, you're kind of missing Nosek as well, too. I mean, see what you want about Nosek, but you lost 50. The Dallas Stars won 50 face-offs against you. Versus your 12 wins in the face-off dot. Say what you want about Nosek, but Nosek fucking wins face-offs. The Bruins, I mean, Tyler Sagan fucking dummied us, dude. I don't yeah. know what the fuck that was, was tr- about. He was trying so hard against Bergeron, dude. Every time he lined up against Bergeron, it was like, he's like, I'm fucking beating this guy. Yeah. And like, and like you said, too, like, I'm not the biggest Nosek guy, but even Monty talked about it. Dallas has a lot of guys on the left side that can take face
faceoffs. They beat us on every single left side faceoff. Yeah, because it's the strong hand for the left hand, like left-handed shot player, right? So, I'll eat my crow. I'm not the biggest no sick fan, but I'll eat my crow. Like we could, we definitely could have used him for that. And that's why I think if he's not a hundred percent ready and not able to take faceoffs, you gotta go get someone. Yeah, in in my opinion, I mean, he's great on the PK too. Has a nice stick, but. Yeah. <sighs> He's kind of no good to you if he can't take face off dots and like I, you know. And I saw something too that like he actually kind of hurts us on the ice when he's on the ice on five on five more than he helps on the penalty kill. It was crazy stats and like I, I don't think that. so, but like the underlying stats, I I was like, hey, I could see that, but like when I look at it, it doesn't feel like that. You know what I mean? No, it doesn't feel like that. At times it does because when he has the puck on the stick, he looks fucking clueless. It's so frustrating. Oh. So like fucking like frustrating. Shaking. It's like he's like yeah. shaking, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, Staring in the headlights like, oh, what the fuck? This isn't supposed to be on my stick right now. I'm used to just fucking icing it on the PK as soon as I get the puck. It's just, it's weird, mm-hmm. but. It's a skill, man, playing yeah. that game. Like those yeah, guys, no. like who, who, like Nate Thompson, journeyman. He used to be great fourth line center, left-handed guy. Get me Nick Bonino, baby. Get me Nick I, Dude, the more, I, like I said, like a psycho, I listened to our last pod the other night, or last night, and uh, I think that Bonino take, uh, the more and more I listened to you talk about it, I was like, that sounded so sexual, but the more and more <laughs> I listened to you talk about it, I was like, I'm, I'm kind of game. This kind of makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah, he's not my it's, first isn't pick, he, but Isn't he an East sense. Coast kid, too? I don't know. Let me look that up. Um, he just—he gives me that vibe, like he's an East Coast guy. He—he he just seems like he was born for Boston. Yeah, it's and like you said, he won cups doing exactly what we need him to do in Pittsburgh. Oh uh, yeah, uh, birthplace uh, Hartford, Connecticut. Boom, New England guy. What do you fucking know? Of course, the worst state in America. Sorry, guys. Sorry, my Connecticut Connecticut folks, uh, Thomas and Danny, but. That's that state sucks. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's no there's no I mean, oh, and my boy Nick who's celebrating his birthday this weekend, but um there's just not much going on there. They're fans of like every other team. Like my yeah. boy Nick, he's a Bruins fan, great fucking dude, actually. Great dude, but he's also a Yankees fan. So it's just like that's like Connecticut for you, mm-hmm. you know. Um split down, split a bunch of I will give ones. it to my boy Thomas. He's 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 you know boston sports true and through so i love that yeah uh, and me and him have a mutual hate for the hurricanes and the fact that they stole that fucking team and then won a cup like a year uh, later yeah it yeah. pisses me off yeah but Those jerseys were unbelievable hard oh, dude yeah 100 percent but is, is there uh anything else you want to bring up anything from bobby brewski's fucking corner or anything uh, I was just gonna say we gotta get like things we touched on earlier. We gotta get to Winnipeg. We gotta fucking destroy that city with with Bobby. We, We're making our way out to well to you and Haley, I guess next yeah. year. But I'm finding a way. We're going to the All Star game. Well, not to the All Star game, but around that area. We're gonna try to fucking get content there next year. We're gonna get you down here for a Bruins playoff game. Have ourselves a fucking time and maybe uh some other uh. You know, Bruins folks can come hang out with us. Um, I know Haley will be down here at the end of March, like I said, and we're going to be fucking sucking down a bazillion bears and having ourselves a fucking night. Um, yeah, I think Big Bruins Energy said she's going at some point too. Yeah. Lots yeah. of people going down there. So, 
we um it's just the more the merrier i mean fuck oh, yeah. we got a great look i tweeted out saturday too but i was like i love my uh nhl bruins like twitter fan like they've been oh yeah to me like obviously there's some fucking scumbags out there but we we weed them out pretty quick but it, it's just been a great group of people yeah, one thing, one last thing I will say is like, guys, if you want to be included, because these Bobby's corner, they're they're gonna keep getting crazier and crazier, better and better. So if you want to oh, get yeah. in on them, make sure you follow this guy, so that you can, um, what's it called, put put in a question or if you just want a shout out on the Bobby's corner, he puts out a post. What are we gonna get him to do it Wednesdays? The day before yeah I, I think so obviously it seems like we're still unoffic- trying to set it up right yeah it seems like our unofficial like recording day tends to be thursday which i'm all for um and it's kind of been working out so if we can try to you know i i don't want to like put too much pressure on him but we're trying to make it a weekly thing i know he's mm-hmm. a busy bastard too but he has fun with this so follow like brett was saying follow bobby brewski at bobby b-o-b-b-i-e Brewski B R E W S K I on Twitter. Um, he, you know, he fucking trying to, I can't even find, oh, there's a post. He put out the post. He put out a little video, even his headliner even has Bobby Brewski's corner or Bobby's corner. Um, he answered some questions as you can see on there. So have some fun with it. Interact with us, interact with him. Make sure you follow him. Obviously follow Brett too. I mean, we're still on the road to fucking 1k dude i kind of i kind of like the bit that i'll never hit it you know what i mean dude. i kind of just want to hover at like 969 for a long time <laughs> <Nice>, dude <laughs> i feel like you're gonna get to 999 and just like sit there for like a fucking month yeah yeah we, oh we yeah tried. i was i was trying saturday night i was even fucking willing to uh maybe i'll do another one i'm trying yeah, to uh, you low-key whoring me out there dude jesus listen listen i'm <laughs> listen <laughs> so, some might call me the greatest wingman of all time I'm just, I'm just trying to get you laid i'm trying to you're attractive man you need you deserve the attention from the ladies or the guys whatever way you swing doesn't matter to me you everyone deserves some action and you know you're my boy i gotta i gotta put you out there i gotta get you your followers i mean you put out great content too yeah, we just gotta keep growing this thing, man. It's only gonna get better, guys. Here from from here on out, we're actually like looking at planning into a couple things, uh, getting some more media content going. We're the future's get, bright, baby. Let's yeah, like that. merch. Like it's it by, what do we say? By the end of next off season, this thing's gonna be full steam ahead, no stop. Yeah, like the collab with like obviously, I mean your old podcast and like our new podcast here. Like it's gonna collab. Uh, we're gonna get some. We're going to get creative too. Our boy Adam always hooks us up, does great work mm. too. Um, but get some oh, yeah, merch the pasta shirt. The pasta, the pasta shirt. shirt. Yeah, that's new since we last recorded. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I teased it since we last recorded. But yeah, the pasta shirt, man, uh, doing the Happy Gilmore. Like we said, like um, all this is going to go to a great cause. So, like, I'm just like basically breaking even on it. And then, like, the rest is just going to like uh, Patrice's pals or like something like that. Once, I don't even know how this shit works. I haven't like gotten any of the money yet, but when they do send the fucking money, like it's just going to go, you know, once I break even, it's going to go to a great cause. Um, I would love to just like, I mean, even if people have like, like, even if, even if I switch it up every time, like a different, like, you know, contribute to something. I mean, money's money. So like a little something, something there, you know, it's going to be, 
it's going to go a long way. So all our merch is going to be for the people. We're not yeah, going to take like any, we're not going to take any money from anybody. If you want to buy our cool shit and support uh, Bruins foundation organizations, whatever ones we decide to pick, um, then fucking buy our shit. Yeah. Like we're not looking to make fucking money yeah. off this at all. We just want like, Adam does great work and we want people to see it. It deserves to be on fucking merchandise. And we're just like looking to kind of pay back to the Bruins community in a sense, because you guys have been great to us. Uh, well, uh, for me, you guys have been great to me. I, I see a lot of people have been great to uh, obviously you since joining the podcast and prior to yeah. that, obviously too. Like, um, so like, it just kind of feels like a family at this point. So that's why we kind of like, even though you guys won't see it like in your pocket, but you'll get some merch and like, you know that your dollar is going towards a great thing. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I love. And that's why I like, you know, cause I never attended on making merch, but then Adam drew up some sick stuff. I'm like, we need that on merchandise. And then I'm like, me and Adam talked about it. He's like, by the way, dude, he's like, I'm doing this. Cause like, you're a great dude. I had fun and I love your podcast and some of the shit you say. Um, so, uh, I just figured I'd kind of draw that up cause it kind of came out of nowhere. I was like, dude, that's going to go on merch. And he's like, yeah, I'm not looking to make money off it. He's like, I just want you to know that. And I'm like, well, I'm not looking to make money off this. So like, let's do this and like contribute to something, you know, kind of pay it back in a sense. And it's been great. Maybe we can see if we can get something. I don't know how Etsy works, but I know on, uh, on certain places when you <clears throat> buy stuff like this and it's charity, uh, driven or foundation run you can uh maybe we'll get a sticker made up like thank you thank you for supporting oh yeah on, yeah only fans and our uh you know foundations like we'll just keep only it a bruins whole... yeah or sorry yeah only <laughs> <laughs> head out of the gutter brad god damn wow outed radio um <laughs> But yeah, the only Bruins, sorry. We'll have something on there like, thank you thank you for supporting OnlyFans. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you for supporting <laughs> Only Bruins. And we'll make it like, I don't know, we'll we'll do it up so it looks all fancy and stuff. Yeah, I, I want all of us to have fun together and then, like grow this. Then it's like you said, right? Like, yeah, okay, you might not know exactly which foundation your money went to because it's going to go to one of the Bruins ones. We'll probably switch it up depending on what the shirts are. But yeah. at least you got that confirmation like, hey, here's a little sticker to remember that I fucking, you know, contributed yeah, something like, good. In the like world. your your purchase went to something good, basically, long story short. Like obviously when November comes around, I mean, I know that's ways away. But that's a lot of that's going to go towards prostate. Oh. Like that whole month will go towards prostate cancer and obviously the whole movement. I, I mean, you guys know the movement behind that, the reasoning yeah. behind that. But, you know, keep growing it. Uh, we have some great like we've been brainstorming kind of all day. We were going back and forth a lot today and like brainstorming. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of exciting stuff in the future. Bobby Brewski's corner ain't going nowhere. Um, so make sure you follow him so you can get in on that Bobby Brewski corner. Don't hesitate to shoot me or Brett uh, a DM if you ever want us to bring up a topic. Um, we don't usually do like a mailbag kind of thing, but like if you guys ever want us to, you know, recording days, I'll always put a tweet out uh, saying it's recording day. So if you guys, if it comes to mind that it's something, there's a topic you want us to touch on, bring it up, uh, reply to the tweet, DM one of us, whatever. And Maybe I'll start putting out weekly videos on podcast to Oh, that'll get, be fun. Get some, get some clout. Coming get in. the lady soaking wet, baby. 
<laughs> gonna need a goddamn towel around here. <laughs> <laughs> We're going off the rails now. This one's going far, boys. Ugh. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think we missed anything. I we touched on Marty Walsh. We basically broke down all the good stuff on Bobby Brewski's corner. Um, yeah, if you're listening at this point, you're a fucking diehard. Yeah, absolutely. You know? <laughs> absolutely. We we were convinced it was kind of going to be a short one too, but yeah. we're probably we got to be put we got to be pushing almost 2 hours. Yeah, we got to uh, yeah, at least an hour and a half, so. Yeah. But that's safe to say we got an hour till puck drop, so let's uh let's wrap it up, say our goodbyes. That that'll wrap it up for only Bruins. My boy Brett, thank you for joining me again for another great episode. Uh, anything you would like to send off to the folks? No, just uh, excited that, like, like I said on the last pod, it's every other day here on out, pretty much. So you know, it's getting in the thick of things. Uh, hopefully, you guys don't get annoyed of our voices soon because we're gonna be doing lots of shit coming up. It's gonna be super exciting. Some live streams too. Yep, yep. And we just honestly, we just want to interact and have a good time. That's what this whole thing's about. That's what me and Boozy talked about today. Yep. Is we just want to keep this light. We want to keep it fun. And yeah, we we do this because we love fucking talking Bruins. That's yeah. It. No, That's exactly. It. Like we want to interact with you guys more. Like Twitter's obviously fun and stuff, but we want to get in on those live streams. Mm-hmm. We're looking to do one shortly. Uh just obviously follow us on Twitter so you can stay up to date with that. Me at only Bruins One, Brett at the Beehive Pod, the letter B Hive Pod. Um, it'll you know, if you're listening on whatever platform, uh, our Twitter handles will be in there. Um, just to stay up to date with the show. Um yeah, we'll we'll tweet out when we have the full deets of our first uh what the fuck it's called. Uh Jesus. Um, live stream. Yeah, live stream. And we're definitely gonna be pump pumping some out for uh for the playoffs too. Um mm-hmm. but for now, like we're we're gonna try to get one down maybe. I don't know how often, but we're gonna try to do it kind of regular during the season at least, because during the off season it's not too exciting. But yeah. Make sure you follow us to stay up to date. Um, that's the best way to find out when we're going to do the live streams and come in, interact. If you want to join in on a live stream, let us know too. We'll have some fun, suck down some fucking beers and yeah, kid. shoot the shit, make Greerzy proud, eh? Oh, but... fuck. Can't wait to have a dip with him in the fucking summer, dude. <laughs> I'm just going to rock. A, rock I'm, me and him are going to be walking around fucking Boston with a lipper in our mouth. Fucking right. Let's go. But ladies and gentlemen, that'll wrap it up for episode 20 of Only Bruins, folks. We appreciate you guys tuning in. If you're still listening, you are the fucking man, woman, whatever you identify as. You are the bomb. Uh, We appreciate it. Um, Quick, before we go, prediction for tonight. We have an hour till puck drop. What do you say? Uh, 3-2 overtime one. Ooh, I'll say 3-1 Bruins, Pasta Hattie. Book it, bitches. I'm taking the spread tonight. I like the spread again. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I saw Pasta's uh, suit for tonight. He's buzzing. Um, Pasta hat trick incoming, 3-1. Let's let's get it, boys. I mean, I don't want to see a hat trick. I want to see three different goal scores, preferably like Bergy, Marchi, and Pasta, but we'll see. Beggars can't be choosers. Let's just get the W. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you guys next week. Stay cool. Peace. Cause I'm TNT I'm dying now